Wow, that was a really sorry excuse at um at our stab at a the, the theme song for uh, Game of Thrones. And on that note, welcome everyone to Geek Garage Podcast, uh, episode 14. Uh, I'm very sorry. I'm going to start off by apologizing um, due to the fact that it's been like two and a half months since our last episode. Um, I am a horrible person and I just, you know, am uh, am really terrible at doing this stuff. No, I'm just kidding. I started school and I've been hella busy. Um, And I never say hella. Um which is also weird that I just said that. It was warranted. It's all right, yeah. Um, but yeah, today uh, today's episode is going to be on um, Season 7 of Game of Thrones, which, of course, just concluded uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, I guess it would have made more sense to do this episode um, a couple weeks ago when it actually concluded, so it would be more relevant. But what else are you going to do until, like, November of 2019? Wah, wah, wah. Nothing. Yeah. You're just going to listen to this podcast. Over and over and yeah. relive it. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, with me today, I have three lovely co-hosts, um, none of which are my regular co-hosts, uh, Andrew and Connor. Um, I don't know where they are, actually. I think they're dead. They did. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> um First uh, co-host is uh, is a familiar face, uh, Katie. Uh, she helped me with the Parks and Rec versus The Office episode, which Hi. was a fantastic time. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. She's speaking to your microphone. Hello. Yeah, thank you. That's better. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm good. Good? I'm excited to do this. Yeah. I'm we excited. talk about Game of Thrones at work all the time, so. It only makes sense to, to do it. And we're actually at work, yep. for those of you who give a shit. Uh you know, I didn't want to take up everyone's uh, valuable weekend time, so we decided to just haul my equipment into the office and do it here. So, uh, second co-host is uh, Jamie. Hello, Jamie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure she spells her name exactly like Jamie from I'm Game of Thrones. I'm definitely a Lannister. Yeah. Are you? Mm, yep. Better not be. They're the bad guys. Love them. Actually hate them. <laughs> well, you know, there might be room for redemption there. Love to hate them. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, last but not least, Mark. Hi. That's me. Yeah. I'm Mark. I disagree with being the third co-host. Hey, why don't you speak into your microphone like a real man? Hello, this is Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get started because we have a shit ton of uh, to discuss uh, today. So uh, the first thing that we're gonna kind of go over is just all the big stuff that happened in season seven, um, and just uh, throw some of those uh, topics out and talk about you know what we thought about them and shit like that. Uh, so does anyone want to get started? Anyone have an inkling to be the first person to say some shit? Uh, let's talk about John and Danny. Yeah. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. I think that's, that's the biggest reveal, I feel like. Yeah, so, um. Of John Snow's butt, I mean. <laughs> that, 
fine candy that ass. Fine hairless ass. I wish I could say the same. I wish I could say the same. Yeah, it's 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 perfect in every way. Just true. So yeah, so it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And a has lot it, of fans. Has it been a long time coming? Like Well, I mean, there's been fan theories for a long time now since last season. Yeah. And then hook up. Yeah. Or it, I mean like memes. Yeah, memes. and then Bran becoming the three eyed raven and seeing uh Leona have John mm-hmm. and so I think that that was kind of our first confirmation and now we know that uh, you know John is a Targaryen and that he's a legitimate Targaryen right so that's exciting and then they did it they yeah. did do it I actually think the biggest reveal is the fact that he's legitimate because I think people have speculated for a long time that he's uh, an ascendant or one of the Targaryens but him being the actual First in line is pretty big. For sure. And the way that uh, Gilly, that's her name, right? Yeah. Gilly just like dropped that bomb so casually. Yeah, it was it was so nonchalant. Like I was I was just, you know, sitting watching and that happened and I was like, wait, did she just kinda sort of but definitely confirm like the biggest theory that's floating out there right now? Yeah, and Sam took credit for it. Right. <laughs> he He's like, oh, by the way, I, I figured this out with no help to anyone else. Yeah, Sam deserves some credit. I mean, he went and found the book yeah. in, in the, uh, the big-ass library. He did. Yeah. Actually, I didn't, didn't he steal that book? He did. He probably stole some shit. I'd steal some shit. Yeah, he basically broke all the rules at the Citadel. Yeah. But in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that happened, um, and, uh, they fucked, so, oops, <laughs> accidental incest. <laughs> that everyone was rooting for. Yeah, like, everyone's like, ooh, Jamie and Cersei do it, that's weird, and then they're like, yeah, aunt and nephew fucking. <laughs> if Cersei was hotter and, like, a more enjoyable character, I think people would be more okay with it. Yeah, I- Because I love Jamie now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's Are on his way to redemption him? for. No, actually, Jamie's one of my favorite characters. Okay, good. Yeah, you looked like mm, I don't know about that. I was considering the difference between brother sister and aunt. Oh, is there really <laughs> much difference? Yeah. I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the incest, but the whole uh, like they were explaining how they were related as it was happening was mm-hmm. very bothersome. Yeah. yeah. That seems to uh, seems to have bothered quite a few people. Um, I mean, me, I was just like, eh, whatever. I mean, we we've seen a lot weirder shit uh, in the show so far. So yeah, this sure. is, while it's monumental, it's not the weirdest thing we've ever seen. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. How about um, Lady Olena? Revealing that uh, it was her that poisoned Joffrey. That's that was kind of cool. Um, She's savage. Such she a bad is savage ass. AF. I love her. Yeah, I've, I've always I've loved her since the beginning. That made it even better. I'm feeling a good Halloween costume coming on. Ooh, yes. That would be good. You gonna wrap your head up like a beekeeper? Absolutely. <laughs> Have you guys seen all the memes of like there's like a cat in a trash can poking its head out? Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Tell Cersei it was me. Right. 
Yeah. That's going to be my costume. I'm just going to wear a trash can on my head. <laughs> <laughs> just write Lady Elena on <laughs> top. be a badass, yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I love how she was just like, this is going to be a painless death, right? He's like, of course it is. And then he's like, <laughs> BT dubs. Yeah, <laughs> I dropped <can't>. my... <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. That was a, yeah, that was kind of a, a cool sort of kind of reveal. Um, so. Yeah, I think they definitely needed a good send-off for her. So, like, she couldn't just die. Right, then, yeah, it, it wouldn't really quite fit right if, like, he just comes in there and, like, stabs her in the neck. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it would be kind of weird. Jamie wouldn't do that anyway. I feel like he knows it was necessary to take over High Garden, but I feel like he's been reluctant in a lot of his... <clears throat> actions lately yeah which is another big thing is that he's left Mm -hmm. that's been yeah yeah that's uh that's also a big thing uh he has left king's landing and uh didn't necessarily show where he was going i guess i mean maybe mark has a really good idea but i mean i was just speculating North. That was my thing is like has because it's the opposite of South. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, two things. So I loved the scene when he left. First of all, you thought he was gonna die, uh-huh. and then whenever he's on the horse and he's by himself and he's leaving and the snow is falling, mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite scenes. Was that? Uh, I was trying to figure out if that was snow. That's what. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, like I when when it came down, I thought it was ash. Like it. It, it kind of looked like. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it was supposed to be snow. Yeah. Plus it had kind of a, um, at the end of last season, he was coming into King's Landing when it was on fire from the explosion and he was leaving with it snowing. Okay. So oh, that's a nice. good connection. Yeah. Well, so I was wondering, like, if he, if it was, he had just left and, like, winter has come to, like, to Westeros, but then, or if he, if it was showing him further north to show that he's actually going north. Uh, I took it as what you first said, that it was just supposed to be a sign that winter was everywhere, yeah. and that the danger was real. Yeah, and he made the right decision. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Do you think Bronn's going with him? Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I feel like his time is not up from the show. Like He's still going to be in it. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. Of, he's also uh, trying to get that money. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he's staying there because he knows maybe he's staying in Westeros. Yeah. I feel like that's probably one of the least talked about like speculations for uh, the last season is what Braun is going to be up to. Like I, yeah. I haven't read any speculation on that. So He's kind of a shifty character. <clears throat> yeah, he bit. is like, you know, one one second you're you know, kind of rooting for him and then the other you're like, yeah, what a shit bag. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like with Jamie and Tyrion being his two best friends, essentially, that he has to go and meet up with them. Yeah. yeah. There's nowhere else that really makes sense for him. Yeah. Truth. Um, you guys want to talk about how, uh, well, it's kind of been building up to um, the, the war between... Um, you know, the Lannister army and everyone else, and then uh, versus Danny and her army. Um, and we've kind of been questioning how that's going to go because while the Lannisters, they do have, you know, quite a few um, people in their army, uh, 
Daenerys has fucking dragons. Um, so we've been, it's kind of been up in the air exactly how that's going to go. Like, how are they going to level the playing field if there's going to be a level playing field? Um, so I feel like we kind of got a glimpse of maybe how they're leveling that playing field by having the dragon be shot by, or, mm-hmm. you know, the fucking Ice King. Ice. But Braun could have easily done it too if he had gotten yeah a really good shot. Yeah. And I know we were just talking about how in one minute you're rooting for him and the next minute you're not. That right. whole battle between them was just a weird conflict of emotions, mm. like, the whole time. Because oh, yeah. one second you're like, you don't want Jamie to die, but he's coming after Daenerys and the dragon. And then, like, Bronn, it's like, you don't want him to die, but he's about to shoot the dragon. Like, it was just really intense. Yeah, that's probably one of the more conflicting battle scenes uh, of, of the series so far is, uh, I mean, looking, uh, thinking back to the previous seasons and previous battle scenes, uh, I, I feel like they've been, I don't know what the right word is, like one-sided, I guess. I mean, you know which side you want to root for, but I mean, on this side, you know, there's Jamie, which is kind of a amoral character, I guess, you know, where, you know, he's, he's kind of like Tyrion in a sense where he's, yeah, he's a Lannister, but, um, he actually has some sense and he's not nuts. Um, and then you have Daenerys, which... Of course, everyone roots for her. So, I think Tyrion's reaction during that battle too was interesting because mm-hmm. you could see that he felt bad. Yeah, I mean, like that was—I mean, that was the Lannisters' army, and that's that was his life before that point. And he also cares about his brother and his—I guess just overall success, kind of. You yeah. know, so yeah, that's that's another thing is like. He's how many seasons has he been with Daenerys so far? Was this the second season or the third season that he's been with her? I thought it was only like the second. I think it's just the second. I yeah. Yeah. The second sounds right, but um, but it, it it so it's you know a good portion of time that he's been with her so far. At least we've kind of come to that conclusion. Um, so it's kind of weird how um. You know, he's, he's been with her, and, you know, he very much wants her to be on the Iron Throne. Uh, but now he's kind of seen what it's going to take in order for her to be able to do that. Uh, and he's like, oh, shit, I guess that does mean kind of killing a lot of the people that I used to call, quote-unquote, friends. Yeah. Um, but now that Jamie is, you know, going to be with him potentially... I mean, it's just Cersei and her potentially fake baby. Right. And it makes you, like, you can officially hate the Lannisters because even though Jaime and Tyrion are Lannisters, you don't think of them in that way when they're with Danny. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Plus, I mean, this season, Jaime is very different from season one. Oh, okay. yeah. Season one, I don't think anyone would care if Jaime died. No. Yeah. It's a it's kind of fun to look back at like the pictures of all the characters, at least the ones that are still alive, um, from season one to now. Um, like I thought, Jamie looked like a real weirdo in, <laughs> in season one. Somebody that bangs his sister. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
coming in from the north. <laughs> what if that was Jane? Like, are you talking shit? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's weird. <laughs> I, I don't really get that how you can I mean you guys don't use Macs but like you can sync up your phone to your to your Mac and so when you get a call um, you can answer it on your your Mac but like wearing a podcast but I mean like how are you gonna what's the what's the point of answering I'm getting off track <laughs> like it just doesn't make any fucking sense you have sense to hold to it up to your face like a flip phone <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling Movie Phone. Oh my um, gosh. All right. Uh, y'all want to talk about the Stark reunion? Yes. Yeah. So finally. Long time coming. Yeah. It's so exciting. They've all been through so much. I know. And they're all back in Winterfell. It's great. Yeah, I was actually really afraid that Arya was going to uh, choose to go to King's Landing. I was really afraid she was going to die this season. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she's uh, there's been several times where she's kind of walked that 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 thin line of like holy shit like I can actually imagine her dying at yeah. uh, like soon because she's I don't know if reckless is the right word. Impulsive. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. she's also a fucking badass and she's like a trained assassin now, you know. Yeah. And can we talk about the cold open? Oh, yeah. Like wasn't that the first cold open ever? In uh, no, there's there's been one or two before. Okay. I couldn't remember um, any. But there, it, it's it's definitely less than five. Okay. Um, well, they all pale in comparison, and maybe that's why I can't remember them. No, yeah, I, I want to say there's been at least one other cold open. Yeah. Because uh, I was trying to recall that as well. But yeah, that was an amazing open to this season. I just got chills thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was also wondering, like, when she dons the face of someone she's killed, does she also um, inherit, like, their height, too? She has to. I, I, I mean... It's some kind of crazy magic. It's not just their face. Right, because you know? I, what I was thinking of was the fucking Mission Impossible shit, where they would make a fake uh, mask oh, out yeah. of uh, whoever they're trying to impersonate, and uh, um, and then they would just have to you know, put on a fat suit or something yeah. <laughs> if that person that they're impersonating happened to be fat. Anyways. Like mask is just like, you can carry the mask around, but you take over their full body form. Yeah. I just feel like, like there's fucking dragons and shit. Like, it's mad. It's just some kind of crazy magic, yeah. I think. I wanted some more, like, laissez-faire attitude when Sansa found her bag full of uh, faces. Be like, so... What you got going on here? <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, for a while I kind of did, like, this crazy shit where these people that don't have any names, you know, they, like, train me in, like, bow hunting skills and bow staff skills and <laughs> nunchuck, nunchuck skills. <laughs> I'm wondering, so on the, the note of the Stark reunion, so, like, the whole, which leads us to Littlefinger dying, Mm-hmm. The whole interaction between Sansa and Arya, how much of it was genuine and how much of it was staged? Like, did they have those genuine interactions in the beginning when you were like, oh shit, Arya's going to kill Sansa? But then, like, when, at what point did they realize? Yeah, you know? Really yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the those lines are very muddy, uh, but I do feel like there was gen, uh, genuine concern on Sansa's part. 
that she might actually die. I, I, I don't think like the whole thing was a ruse to fool Littlefinger. Um, did anyone care if, Sa- if Sansa was going to die? No. Uh, I would Not have. Really. Um, you would have? Yeah. I didn't care, and then I felt guilty. I, and I was like, oh, look look at you guys. She does as, <laughs> as far as characterization goes, um, I think she has had the biggest payoff, or one of the biggest payoffs, because um, a lot of the characters that we've liked, we've liked for a really long time. And Sansa, no matter what she went through, like the whole thing with Joffrey and the whole thing with Ramsay, um, you know, all that terrible shit she went through, she still appeared to be kind of a, I mean, I hate to say weak character because, I mean, all that bad shit did happen to her, but um, she wasn't... Uh, she didn't have, she, yeah, and she didn't have her eye on anything. She was never on the offense. She was always... Right. Playing pretty defensively. Right. Which she had, I mean, like, given her circumstances, I guess she had to, but, like, what was her end goal? You know, it was, like, honestly just to survive the shit she was going through, so I think it made her less intriguing of a character. Yeah. But, I I mean, in my opinion, um, the the long-term payoff for her characterization um, has been uh, substantial. Uh, I mean, I I really like her as a character now. I I liked her. It's... It's always kind of been wavering. Um, like when she wove those lies for that council um, where Littlefinger had to meet, it was that group of people after, right after he pushed her aunt out the moon door. Oh, yeah. Um, and she lied to them saying that she was, you know, abusing, you know, her son or whatever. I, I forget exactly yeah. what she said, but she just, you know, straight up lied to keep Littlefinger alive. Um I think that that's probably a huge contributor to why maybe viewers, including myself, haven't liked Sansa's because she's just teamed up with Littlefinger for so mm-hmm. long. See, yeah. a little bitch. But I think that's what or was partially bothered me a little bit about the Sansa Arya interactions this uh, season. If they're genuine, then Sansa should really be past the point of trusting Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did now. Well, she admitted that, you know, she's a slow learner. And I was like, me too, girl. Me too. I am slow as fuck. That would be me. Seriously, like, like sitting on the throne, like, while, like, someone's gone. I'm like, well, I guess I have to take up the duties now. And I'm not a small man. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I do know what love is. John comes back. He's like, all right, what I miss? Well, you fucked your aunt. Littlefinger's dead, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Bran's going to be the one to tell him. Right. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be awkward. Have your little brother tell you, you done fucked up. But he's going to say it was like zero emotion. <laughs> yeah. Right. You fucked your aunt. <laughs> Your butt looked really nice. Because <laughs> I, I saw it. Like, I've seen everything. I, before we get into the ugly specifics of what I have to tell you, I just have to say, you have a delicious ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is, that thing is majestic. Um, so, I mean, uh, so we'll kind of do a mini segue into Littlefinger. Uh, and his death, um, and how pretty much everyone on this earth that watches the show was excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one friend who, like, has always, from the beginning, loved Littlefinger. Huh. Like, 
Are you still friends? Yeah, we're still <laughs> friends, but like we don't talk about it. <laughs> was, was, I, I haven't talked to him about any of this yet. So was she really upset when when he died? I or? don't know. I haven't talked to him. So oh, uh, not but, to pull this part, but did he read the books? Or? Probably not. Huh. Okay, because from the books, I actually really like Littlefinger in the books. Is, really? is he a more likable character, or kind of like he does things here and there that make you like him? No, he's actually more devious, which, hmm. like, in the show they made it really obvious that he was scheming and everything. In the books, nobody actually knows that he's playing everybody. Oh. Hmm. Like, he's just staying in the shadows. Um, Interesting. Well, I do feel like him and Varys Ver- are two of the, they've been two of the most important characters that don't get a lot of attention. Yeah. And at the beginning of this season, I think I remember having this conversation with you guys that I found it interesting that Littlefinger was in Winterfell with John, and then uh, and then Varys was with uh, Daenerys, mm-hmm. and that they had kind of like chosen sides, and they're the sides to be on. You know, yeah. like that after all the scheming and all of like everywhere they had been and everyone they had sided with and all the lies that they told, they ended up there. Yeah, you know, well, I think that point. that was important. Yeah, like the two smartest characters, and they gravitated the uh, people most likely to win. Yeah, definitely. It's just scary how much they know and how much they're still left to be shown that they do know. Yeah, well, not Littlefinger anymore, but... Right, yeah. But he probably had all kinds of shit set in motion. Who knows? Like, he's going to be wreaking havoc probably from the grave. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly. Uh, I guess it's possible. Yeah. Um, So, another little cool thing that they uh, that they snuck in there was uh, Jorah is back. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, Sam successfully cured him of his Mark, what's it called? Uh, Grayscale. Grayscale. That's what I thought. Um, and uh, so that was really cool. Um, also really painful to watch. Oh, I was yeah, eating at that time. We have a lot of gross scenes this season. Yeah, like well, the poop montage <laughs> in the, the first episode. Well, the worst part of the grayscale removal effort scene was like, you, they were like, he was pulling it off, but then it just like cut to a scene where they were like digging into a hot pie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, they did that a couple times this yeah, season. Yeah, it was, yeah, not great. But I thought the scene was really powerful at the end when like Sam reaches out to shake his hand. Because he's just, like, proud of what he's done. And he's oh, yeah. like, let's, like, they're kind of sealing the deal. Like, I trust that I've cured you. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like Sam is one of the unsung heroes uh, of this season. Him and, of course, Gilly. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, one, they, they discover John's true heritage. And, two, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of denouncing the whole, like, I want to be a... Um, uh, a maester. Yeah, a maester. And he wants to actually do things to help win the war instead of just write about it. Yeah. Just sit back and watch it happen. Um, what does he say? He says something really profound about yeah, that. Yeah, it's... Uh, He's like, I don't want to sit back and read about the greater deeds like, the the deeds of, of greater, greater men. men. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, uh, I went back and watched that episode specifically for that part. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, well, I mean, you can't... I just had like I just had verbal diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, what else uh, 
do we want to uh, do we want to talk about for um, the big stuff? I mean, the wall is gone, mm -hmm. um, and hopefully, um, Barrick and Tormund are not dead. Yeah, there's no way they're dead. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's gonna open next season probably with them running to Winterfell trying to warn everybody. Oh yeah. Or, or maybe just like a, a still like twenty second shot of the ground, like and like ice rubble, and just all of a sudden like ah, like a hand <laughs> reaches out, and kind of like one of those like stereotypical scenes that you see where you know they. And then everybody cheers. Yeah. Yeah, it could feel good to lead into something really bad. Right. Probably, or he's just gonna be a fucking White Walker because that's what how Game of Thrones is. Yeah. Oh. He's gonna be trudging along. Well, I think we touched on uh, most of the big stuff. Um, did you guys have a favorite episode uh, from this season or, or, or favorite moment? Katie? I think uh, one of my favorite moments was, or favorite episode, is when... Um, John and Jorah and the Hound and Tormund and the whole crew are gonna go mm -hmm. past the wall because I just feel like come they... to the land of the ice and snow with the midnight sun and the hot spring bow. Yeah, yeah, that that's scene, pretty good. Well, them walking in was pretty epic, but just like it was just really powerful that all of these characters who haven't either interacted in a long time or have never interacted with mm -hmm. each other were going on this like insane suicide mission for like what they believe in yeah. and to like save mankind basically and I mean they were all there for different kind of different reasons right. but then they all banded together and I thought that, that was pretty cool that was definitely my favorite ending to any of the episodes mm -hmm. uh, but the episode that you just talked about where they actually the episode right after that where they go and um, you know they get stranded on that Mm -hmm. Island, yeah. Oh God, um, yeah. That was that was definitely my favorite episode of the season. Um, Jamie, do you have a favorite one? Um, I really liked the episode where literally everybody was represented in King's Landing for the meeting. Uh, the very last episode. Yeah. Um, just how everybody interacted, and literally nobody, not even like just got the sense that the characters didn't know what was going to happen, which made us very worrisome of what was going to happen. Um, but also there was comedic relief with, you know, like Bronn and Tyrion there. Yeah. Um, and the moment between um, the Hound and Brienne. Yes. Where they yeah. looked like proud parents. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, where uh, the Hound discovered that, you know, Arya was still alive and she was back in Winterfell. And, yeah. And then, like, the awesome. after the episode was really neat to hear, like, the directors talk about how long it took to shoot all of that. Oh, yeah. Um, just because there's so many different scenes and so many characters there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, they, they've, they've stepped up their game, it seems like, for the, the behind the episode, um, stuff. Like, it used to, you know, I mean, I'd always watch it, um, but they, they never would really, like, deep dive. Like, it, it'd always be, like, really short. Um, but this season, I guess since so much is going on, they, you know, they really, they kind of did a deep dive. Like, I think they'd always be like between four and five minutes long, the behind the episode. Um, so I really like that about this season. 
it's almost needed sometimes. Yeah, be yeah, because yeah, because there's a lot of things, yeah, like you said, that you don't catch, and uh, things that you have questions about, and um, it kind of uh, like when they bring it up after the episode, it's kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, that does make sense. But if they don't address what you might have had a question about, it kind of kind of sort of means like it's left open to interpretation or maybe they're going to answer that question down the road. Sometimes when they don't answer questions, it's sort of telling. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like the way that they say things or they don't want to say something, then if it was definitive, they could just say it. Yeah. You know? I feel like if the internet wasn't a thing or if if it wasn't what it is right now, the, uh, the whole um, John being a Targaryen reveal would have been, like, fucking off the charts. Yeah. That's like my mom. She doesn't read any, like, fan theories. She doesn't want me to yeah. tell her anything. So it was... I had been talking about it, and we watched the whole season together this time, mm-hmm. and so she was, like, way more excited about it, and I was just like, duh. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, like you said, uh, most people, you know, they, they read up on the theory, uh, especially the people that read the books. Yeah. Um, they've had a, a pretty big clue as to what the hell is going on. Um, Mark, did you have a favorite episode? Uh, my favorite moment... Overall, was the opening scene with Arya killing all the Freys. Yeah, that's, she's my favorite character, so that was a great moment. Uh, I think my favorite episode was probably the Luke Crane battle. Mm. The, uh, oh yeah, where all the dragon or yeah, the dragon comes and just fucking torches everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great actually seeing what a dragon can really do. Yeah, that was. It seems like it was our first glimpse at what the dragons can do, fully grown. Mm-hmm. I mean, Leslie I, Jones does a really good impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, just Google what is it like? Um, Seth Meyers, yeah, Leslie Seth Meyers and Leslie Friends. Jones. They It'll, they wa- yeah. sit down and watch uh, a couple episodes. Uh, it's like there's like two videos. Yeah, um, and it's so funny. Like when she imitates the dragon, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and like you can hear the audience laugh track behind it, and they're just like cracking up laughing too. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, well, we can move on to uh, the other two things we have um, are uh, some fan theories and then season eight predictions. I guess we can dip into fan theories real quick. Um, one of them that I have, uh, or Katie, do you do you have any that you want to talk about? Um, I don't know that I've... I haven't really read up, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of my fan theories haven't been, like, I've been more interested in ones that were either, like, confirmed or kind of denied this season, Mm so I don't really have any that were super prevalent for this season. Um, I mean, I I laughed out loud at the one saying that Varys is a merman. (laughs) I had never heard that. I just think that'd be fucking hilarious when... (laughs) They're like they're like on a ship and they're like going somewhere to like King's Landing or some his fucking place. Just pops out. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Where's Varys? Do we leave him behind, like home alone?" And all of a sudden, like he just pops out of the water and he's like, "Hey guys." <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty great if they never actually referenced or explained it at all. That he was just always swimming around the boat. 
Well, maybe that's how it, that would explain how he got to Dorne so fast that one time. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to read up, read more on that, um, I mean, it is pretty ridiculous, but parts of the, uh, parts of the argument are, are kind of convincing, but I don't know if I buy it. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the fan theories is, you know, talking about Clegane Bowl, you know, the, What's what's the mountain's real name? Is it Gregor? Yeah, Gregor and uh, I can't. Mountain? Yeah, I can't. The mountain and the hound, but I can't think of the yeah. hound's name either. I'm right so now. terrible. Mark. Oh, actually, the plank. <laughs> Good job, Mark. The two biggest guys. Sander. Yeah. It's Sanders. San Sandal. Sandals. <laughs> Sandals, Jamaica. <laughs> So what? So they're gonna fight? Uh, I, I think so. I mean, what in the last episode, you know, he walks up to his brother and he's like, "So we meet again. This is kind of awkward. You're fucking ugly." <laughs> Are we gonna see his face? I mean, I feel like it. Ugh, God, it looks so scary up yeah. there. See, I don't. I was uh, when I was reading about this fan theory, uh, I uh, it, it got refreshed in my memory that. Oberyn was the one that poisoned him, right? Mm -hmm. But I yeah. can't. I can't remember that. That was. I can't so remember when that happened during their during their fight. Like, was it during the fight? Yeah, because he like had that spear, right? Yeah, and it had poison on it. Oh, okay. I didn't remember either, and my boyfriend had to explain it to me. I think what what helped me wipe that from my memory was like right after that um, episode aired, like the next day, someone. Uh, edited in a double-edged lightsaber instead of his spear. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that'd be super awesome if he had a lightsaber instead. He totally would have won. Yeah, his head wouldn't have been crushed. Right. Ugh. Poor Oberyn. Yeah. But the reaction on uh, his wife's face was, like, priceless. Like, yeah. It was really confusing because I was also watching Narcos at that time. And he was like, no one's going to hear me. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh my god, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. He's like the other agent guy, mm -hmm. right? I've oh. heard that's a good show. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. It's good. Right on. Well, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Mark, do you buy into any of the fan theories that are flo floating out there, or do you think they're all kind of hokey? Uh, I think the Bowl is definitely going to happen. I don't yeah. think. Because, I mean, he basically threatened them during the meeting. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty inevitable. Uh, I think that's Katie saying most of the big fan theories have either been confirmed or uh, been disproven. I know. The yeah. dragon that got taken over, is it going to be fighting with the dragons, like against them? Or yeah. How's that going to play out? We're definitely going to have to see a dragon on dragon fight. Definitely. Yeah. I, feel, I feel that's going to happen. Um, there's a lot of theories floating around on who's going to kill Cersei. I mean... There's theories, and then, you know, there's just people, like, speculating. I've always thought it was going to be Jamie. I, like, once their relationship got kind of, I guess, toxic and mm -hmm. com more complicated, like, more complicated than being brother and sister. Right. Um, I have always thought that. And then there's the whole prophecy that we saw a couple seasons ago, the witch telling little Cersei 
Yeah. And part of that was that she would die at the hands of her little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if she was born first, even though her and Jamie are twins, then he could technically be her little brother. Yeah. Or it could be Tyrion. So mm-hmm. I think it. I think to do it justice, it has to be one of them. Yeah. It, it would make sense, I feel like, for Jamie to do it. But I also, I mean, I think that no matter what happens to her, he's always going to have feelings for her. And killing her is going to be, like, the last thing on his mind. So I feel like what she's going to do uh, to warrant him killing her is has to be, like, spectacular. Uh, I'm like killing Tyrion. Yeah. That was my first thought, is yeah. that somehow she's going to kill Tyrion or maybe have the mountain kill him yeah. or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, God. (laughs) I would, yeah, I would cry. I don't know if you guys remember the end of last season when Cersei's on the throne and you see Jamie's reaction and it's just like sheer, like, concern and just almost terror, you know? And at that point, from that point on, I was like, that's when, like, the Mad Queen theory started popping up. Like, she's basically going to take up the mantle of the Mad Queen. Yeah. Um, Especially considering Jamie killed uh, King Aerys because he was threatening to blow up the city with wildfire, and then she actually oh, did and it. She yeah, did it. and she still has some. Yeah, <laughs> her outfits have been on point. Yeah, like those have been fucking awesome, and they've been all black and like crazy intricate designs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hundred hundred games. Yeah, esque. Definitely, yeah. it makes up for her horrible hair. Sort of. <laughs> it is really terrible. What what I find kind of disturbing is that if you if you find like um, interviews with Lena Haiti, is that how you say her name? I think I don't know. Probably. Um, if you find interviews with her, um, like being on Conan or whatever, uh, she's really attractive. I mean, she's yeah. like I think she's maybe in her forties. Not like that fucking matters, but. Um, I mean, she's she's pretty attractive. Like, uh, I mean, she naturally has dark brown hair. Mm-hmm. Um, when she's smiling and like right when she's not like not, fucking evil. Yeah, not being evil. Yeah, I, I don't think she's like she's not even like hot, crazy, attractive. Yeah. In the show, you know how some crazy bitches you can just be. Fucking hate her. Yeah, she's just not great around. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Let's, uh, I guess we can segue into um, season eight predictions. Does anyone have any predictions that they'd like to spout out? Well, Jamie and I both think that Cersei's not really pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she is. Which maybe that's what <clears throat> throws Jamie over the edge. Uh, yeah. Anymore, true. That, you know, he thought he was going to have another kid. Yeah. But now that's really the only thing that would probably tie him to her emotionally. Because we know that she is capable of anything at yeah. this point, and she that this pregnancy has manipulated so many people so far, and that same going back to that prophecy, like she was only supposed to have three children. Yeah, and yeah, yeah but that kind of, that would kind of throw that prophecy out the window if she had another kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just don't think she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, well, on the flip side of that, if she is, you know, what, you know, what that could mean for the future of the Lannister household, if there's going to be a future, Mm -hmm. if, you know, King's Landing doesn't get burnt to a crisp. I mean, if she's pregnant, 
there's also the theory that um, this kind of goes back to our theories, but that it's urons. It mm. wouldn't put it past that partnership um, to carry in to suzanate. Yeah. Maybe you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm a bit skeptical on that one uh, as far as Euron being the dad. Uh, I don't think that they had a lot of time together. Well, they had time for her to tell him what was up. Like, hey, I need you to leave acting like you're going to um, abandon ship. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, goes off with his fleet, and she planned all that shit. And he was going to, like, back. I mean, what was the whole thing? Isn't he, like, he's still. He was going to abandon everybody and be on his island. Yeah, but she, there was some connection, though. Like, yeah, they have a plan. Yeah, he's married. going to go to Essos to pick up a mercenary company called the Golden yeah. Company. Yeah. That is what they're going to use to rebalance the like balance of power in Westeros. So they had to have had some time yeah. off camera it take to be too much time. No, yeah. to be discussing all of that. Right. So. Yeah, that's true. It would be a pretty lousy theory, but yeah, it's one. Fuck it. That was pretty cool when he, like, came down. I mean, I fucking hate him, but whenever he, like, whenever they, he goes and attacks, um, who am I thinking of? Yeah, and then the other. The Sand Snakes. Yeah, and he comes down on that big, like, thing on that boat. It's just like, ah! That was pretty cool. So you know how, like, the best part of this season has been reading all the Twitter reactions to everything from all the episodes. Well, some of my favorites were, um, Euron looks like, and it was just a list of like 30 different things that people (laughs) said that he looked like. And one of them was like the evil twin of Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you guys joking one day and you were saying something like, Oh, sorry, we didn't have a costume for you, but here's a box of Hot Topics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously, that's, that's what it, that's what it, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, the eyeliner and the studs and stuff. He yeah. Was, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that costume when he shows up, and I guess it was the first episode, um, I was like, what are you wearing? Like, that, that doesn't look like from... Like it no, came from the Game of Thrones costume. Set of it wasn't, of the Caribbean. Yeah, right. I guess he's a pirate though. Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it did stand out quite a bit. Yeah, he's a loser or whatever. Yeah, up until the, <laughs> up until the scene um, that you were talking about where he attacks the ship, I did not like the character at all. That was a pretty big letdown. But. Yeah. Um, what, uh, uh, I mean, another big. Um, speculation of what's going to happen uh we've kind of already touched on it but you know like are john and daenerys going to find out that they're related and what's going to happen if they do find out uh, i mean for john it'll probably be weird but i mean danny's been raised to be a targaryen and that's perfectly normal for her so it'll be interesting to see if it freaks john out but then danny gets more turned on is is there a <laughs> Is the uh, is there a uh, a history of incest in the Targaryen house? Oh yeah, they it was almost mandatory. Like hmm. they they preferred to marry brother to sister. Well, that's what created the Mad King, right? Yeah, <coughs> was incest. <coughs> I mean, that was that's like, and I mean, that's even in history now. 
yeah. knew that that's happened before. So interesting. Yeah, Danny and her brother Viserys were possibly going to get married originally. Cool. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. They Danny they really touched a lot on that in the book. Like. Up. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like in the um. Of course, I told you guys yesterday. I listened to the audio book for the first one. I haven't read any of the other ones, but um, I mean the the book, the first book and the first season are almost like perfectly aligned. Like there's not a whole lot that was left out, but I feel like that was definitely one of the few things that was left out was um, how much torture that um, what's his name, Mark? This the Ver- Viserys. I say Viserys, but I. Don't know if that's correct. Yeah, it's it's weird because there's a lot of V names. Yeah. Um anyway, um, yeah, he, he torches her a lot, like physically and mentally. Like uh and I think there might be some random rape scenes also. Uh, um fast so, Martin. Yeah, so when uh uh when he gets the golden crown in the first book, like in the book, it's like really awesome because it was um, awesome anyway. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. my favorite death, I think, <laughs> of all of them. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, the creepiest and most awesome yeah. concept. Yeah. 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 Although, I will say in the books, like, he's definitely a very sleepy character, but you get a little sympathetic towards him, even though you still hate him, because it becomes clear that, like, his whole life, he's just been drifting around, being mm-hmm. told that he should have been king, but then he lives basically in poverty at mm-hmm. the will of everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He, like... All he cares about is, like, money and stuff. Emphasis on the stuff. Yeah. No, more emphasis on the money. Yeah, he sucks. We've talked about him for too long. <laughs> oh, is, is that, like, your your suggestion that we should talk about something else now? <laughs> no, I just hate him. He's um, so terrible. What, uh... Do y'all think that uh, <clears throat> Sam is going to play a pretty big role in... The, uh, in the last season, or at no, least just a, ride him out. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Sam? Uh, he got in a boat with Gendry, and they both <laughs> rode away. <laughs> I think so. I mean, he's already done so much, and he, I mean, I don't know how he. I mean, he stole all that stuff from mm-hmm. the Citadel, so I mean, he could just be like continually finding out more <laughs> things that are going to help them. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be the brains behind figuring out how to beat the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, there's there's no way that they can beat them in numbers. Um, plus, they're, like, really hard to beat uh, aside from the numbers. So I feel like he's going to be instrumental in coming up with the way that they're going to defeat them. Not only that, but politically, he plays an important role, potentially, because right. he's the head of his house now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His dad yeah. and his brother. Got, you know, and I don't think alive. he knows that yet. No, no he doesn't. Because yeah. I think Do the think? Macers, they knew it, and they yeah, opted out of telling him. Do you think that's going to be awkward once he learns that Danny? Because he didn't have a great relationship with his family, but it's still probably upsetting to know that your family was just burned alive by your new ally. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how he feels about it. Because they treated him like shit his whole life, from what I gathered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of have a feeling that he's not going to have a hard time getting over it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's he, he's, a, he's a very kind-hearted individual. So I feel like, um, you know, it'll it'll hit, it'll strike a certain chord. 
within them, but um, for the most part, I'll be like, well, they were dicks, so. Yeah. Well, plus he, I mean, he, lo- he loves John, and they're best buddies, and he's going to mm-hmm. know that, like, John has sided with Daenerys and kind of know the whole, I mean, he knows the whole story, actually. So I feel like he's going to kind of, you know, be on John's side no matter what, too. Yeah. And that was something that kind of needed to happen. Cool. What else? Anything else? Any other predictions? Uh, not necessarily fiction, but I am looking forward to the Bran Jamie dream. It is interesting that yeah. Bran's dream when he was growing up was to be a knight and basically wanted to be exactly what Jamie was. Mm-hmm. Then Jamie crippled him, which ruined that dream. <clears throat> now the crippled Jamie's coming up north to meet up with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's twisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be kinda weird. All these all these people in one location that a lot of them once hated each other and now they've kind of been forced to be on one side. I think that that's been my favorite part of this past season more than any other season is just characters that have never interacted before and have never had relationships, never had to interact or at least interacted in person are getting together either as allies or coming together as enemies to discuss things or to battle or whatever. So that's been exciting. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Oh, and then I am really looking forward to John and Arya meeting up again. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing better happened to either one of them before that happens. Also, is Arya's direwolf going to come back and save the day at some point? We need it. That, that could happen. That would be awesome. Although, and we didn't, did we see Ghost at all this season? I don't think so. No. Where's he at? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess he got his own place, kind of just trying to... <laughs> He's trying to distance himself. He might, he might be just on the DL in Winterfell. <laughs> He's working on his, uh, his screenplay. <laughs> Werewolves in London. <laughs> <laughs> albino werewolves in London. Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess that's a pretty good uh, place to wrap it up. I feel like we've touched on a lot of important stuff that happened throughout the season and, you know, predicting what might happen next season. Uh, And I'm really hoping that that date that I found of November of next year is true um, because if we have to wait like a full two years, I might just kill someone. Yeah. I'm definitely going to rewatch everything. I feel like HBO definitely wants to stretch it out as far as they can. Just seeing those Game of Thrones ends, their subscriber rates are going to uh, plummet. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to start releasing like a shit ton of content, like Netflix style. Like how they have like a new show coming out like every mm-hmm. Friday. Um, they're going to. down with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to sacrifice the time to wait for Game of Thrones, but I'm all about HBO series. Yeah. Speaking of HBO series, we should have another episode where we talk about the night of. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Or just like other HBO series or talk about the Sopranos all day long. I feel like maybe we we could do an episode on like shows that you should be watching. Mm -hmm. Um, The Deuce. Oh yeah. Watch the first First episode. episode. It was good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Don't watch Westworld. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We discussed. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about that every week, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I do not remember anything you want to You just try and keep track in the office of who watches what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this episode. Um, thank you so much again for tuning in. Um, you can, uh, like always, find us on the internet at geekgaragepodcast.com. Uh, there you can find links for all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and, sorry, Instagram. <laughs> I was like, what else are we on? David works in digital marketing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and throw me under the bus. That's cool. <laughs> We're in our conference room. I have to. <laughs> yeah, nah, it, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, like I said, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, hopefully it will not be two and a half months before we put out the next episode. So... Um, Katie, Jamie, Mark, thank you so much for joining me so I don't have to talk to myself about Game of Thrones. <laughs> thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.